You know, as a guy who took Spanish for three years, I didn't retain much of any of it. <laughs> I have to, and three years is a long time, especially when you're a child, and that's when you learn the most things really well. But I didn't retain a lot. It's hard just learning it in school or through textbooks. Well, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. It's available on desktop or it can be used as an app on your phone or tablet. They are a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with its intuitive process. You can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. I started Rosetta Stone, and my Spanish skills have definitely improved. I can now say muchas gracias. It's really a better way of learning a language. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Comedy Bang Bang listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off, visit rosettastone.com slash comedy. That's rosettastone.com slash comedy. This episode of Comedy Bang Bang is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There are two wolves inside you. Stop eating wolves. Welcome to Comedy Bang Bang. <laughs> Curious. Uh, thank you to Fee Philo Fum for that catchphrase submission. And welcome to Comedy Bang Bang for another week and uh, special second week of October edition. It only comes around once a year, and we are so glad it's here now. Uh, and uh, exciting show. By the way, my name is Scott Ackerman. Uh, that's not part of the exciting show. Uh, the exciting part of the show is our guests. Coming up a little later, we have an author. We also have a professor. So people who are used to words and instructing people with words and using harnessing words much better than I'm doing right now. Uh, so that'll be coming up a little later on the show. But before then, guys, celebs are back <laughs> celebs are back on the show we had a rough couple of years we had some zoom years where celebs were like yeah if i don't have to leave my house yeah sure i'll do your stupid show i won't record myself properly <laughs> i won't buy a nice mic and you'll be stuck with shitty audio so we had some celebs on the show for a little while but then there was a uh, just a fallow period where no one wanted to come to my backyard and now celebs are back, baby, and they are here in the studio with us right now. One in particular. Uh, you know him. He's our old friend. He, uh, You know him from such shows as Worst Week. You know him from movies like uh, She's Out of My League. 
You know him from probably other stuff, but uh, <laughs> the rest of his resume, I won't get into it here, but he has two incredible projects of importance coming out this week. Season two of Avenue Five on Sunday and a new show called High School coming out uh, at the tail end of this week. We are so excited to talk to him. He, of course, is... Pat Dantrick, I believe, mm-hmm. in Sports Circumference from the Comedy Bang Bang television show. Please welcome back our friend Kyle Bornheimer. Aww, Hello, Kyle. Thanks. By the way, those two credits are the only ones I remember, too. That, that is, if that, if that's, I was yeah. really struggling. No, and I do. And I you're do in everything, thing. but I cannot remember. Like, no, those are the only ones I remember filming, shooting, seeing, or that anyone liked. Westworld. Yeah. Westworld. I just yes. saw you in Westworld. Mm-hmm. Pop up in Westworld. Uh huh. You're are, are you brutally murdered or? I can't say, but I'm a douchebag. If I'm a, you, if, when you can't say, this is season one, by the way. So it's not, <laughs> it's not like there are spoilers. Oh, it's also the first remember? episode of season one. I really, I you know, there's someone out there that I I don't want to I don't want to ruin it for them. Uh, no, I don't think I get. Oh wait, you know what I do. I think I do get no. I slaughter someone in it. I, you kill. You kill I robots, kill right? Robot. I kill. I kill little. Um, yeah. Little Jimmy Mars in that. When you yeah. leave a set, is it just pretty much like washing your hands of it, going like, I'm never going to remember any of this anymore? It like, becomes do you, do you that give a shit? I just have a horrible memory in general, and I feel sad about it. Like there's mem- like people that I go to someone's house and they have photos from like their adventures on set and like selfies. Hashtag set life. Yeah. Hashtag set life. I just don't. I gotta honor that more. I, I'm get, as I get yeah. older, I'm worried that I, I don't have, I haven't like, I don't have any memories. <laughs> well, you know, when you're an actor like yourself who does like, you know, pops up on one episode of something instead of doing a lot of episodes of, of, of one thing. Yeah. Um, it would be weird. Yes. I, as I, I think it was, you know, in, yeah. a day player, essentially yes, a day player, an under five guy. Uh, <laughs> it would be weird if I honored it too much. Was. They're like, uh, Kyle, you, you came in and, and we don't even remember <laughs> your own. Yeah. Why do you, um, no, but, uh, uh, of course, uh, we love you on, uh, uh, so many of our shows. And I've talked about this on previous episodes about how, uh, I always had a fondness for you, especially on worst week. And I was like, I like that guy. I like that guy. And then uh, I, I forget how you got on this show, but I remember I was sure. like, I like that guy. I want him on the show. And here you are. It's my fourth time, 34th time. I know. So you're a you regular at this point. Yeah. yeah. Very funny guy. Uh, and uh, let's talk about some of these prodigies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because this is like your week. It, yes. I, I, I just got back from the Toronto Film Fest with one of them, which is a TV really? show at a film fest, this, which this I've is never insanity. done before. 2022 is This doesn't make any sense. Wow. So that has to be Avenue 5, right? No, that one was high school. <laughs> yeah. Avenue 5, they're really pushing that out in the film Season festivals. Two. Yeah. <laughs> no, high school, obviously. And this, and I, re- I am excited about this show. I want to talk to you about it. I want to drill down on it. Yeah, because it's, it's first of all, it's on something called Freebie. Yeah, so Freebie. What the, f- what, Kyle, you got to help me out here. That what is should this? be the ad. The ad should be, what the fuck is Freebie? <laughs> um, yeah, Freebie is Amazon's new ads. Whenever I say this, I feel like I am like saying the exact thing I was told to say. Amazon right. is, or uh, Freebie is Amazon's new ad supported well, also service. like you're doing a commercial for them and you should be getting paid for that. Yeah. Like I, yeah. You, sh- you should, this Don't shouldn't I? be your job. You know yeah. what I, No, I mean, you get paid to do the show and you Uh-oh. should be like, oh yeah, it's on, you know, something we've heard of. any of this it's on Netflix I'm not even sure I got paid to do the show, to be honest with you. <laughs> but instead, they're they're giving their advertising budget, they're keeping it, and then making you explain freebie to everyone. Yes, and you're participating in this sham, uh, Scott, by having me on this podcast. <laughs> Shit! Um, and I refuse to go to your backyard for it. Um, so let's not even talk about no, freebie. No, let's not, no. Because yeah. that should be, that's, that's Amazon's Until job. I'm sure of my deal, and if it includes free advertisement, I'm not going to mention yeah. 
just blank just blank mention freebie that's yeah. that's that's you the, can mention it yeah okay that's the most we'll do I'll pause whenever i'm about to say it and you please just say it if you don't yeah. know what freebie is that's amazon's fault yeah not ours right but i think this podcast <laughs> <laughs> or mine um yeah so that is their new like free service and actually there's a great show on it right now it just launched um at sprung show is on there which is greg garcia's new show about uh with about uh, based on uh, the sir mix a lot Song? Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> movie based on the song. It's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a TV version of the famous movie. Um, and um, no, it's based on Tegan and Sarah's um, childhood Your in the 90s. Not yeah, high school. Yes. Yeah, sprung. High school is based upon my beloved Tegan and Sarah, mm-hmm. guests on the Comedy Bang Bang television show. They did the Alfred Hitchcock episode, Their Delights. Oh. They also uh, guested on Take My Wife, which I produced. Great people, great musicians. Uh, they wrote. A book together? Yes. Is yeah. that possible? Did they, they did, write every other word? Well, or what, they kind of, well, it? every other chapter, and they mm-hmm. did it from each, they didn't check in with each other. So Tegan didn't know what Sarah was writing, and Sarah didn't know what Tegan was writing chapter to chapter. Until when? Them. At what point did it, they? They still haven't. Then they will. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and they will not. Yeah. Um, they're trying to mind mill that. They're really like, well, I should just know it, shouldn't I? I'm your twin. <laughs> um, no, they, so yeah, it's about their high school experience, which was a combination of them uh, discovering music, uh, finding their sexuality. Um, Getting heavily into um, uh, substances and and like what are we talking? Crack cocaine? Cra- yeah, it's all about the crack can- <laughs> cocaine epidemic of Calgary in 1998. <laughs> um, yeah, they and so and really kind of finding themselves and it's a neat, neat, very sweet, tender story and set in the 90s. So the music is. I mean, if you're a nerd like us that ding, loves, ding, yes, there's just ding, a lot of ding, ding, fuzzy, ding, yeah, ding, just that one. Ding, 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 ding. They're like, well, they, yeah. they blew the budget on that song. Yeah, so no, it plays they, over and over. Weirdly, a lot of 90s grunge fans, but they they weren't real deep divers. They didn't know anyone <laughs> like beyond. The, yeah. the most popular yeah. song. <laughs> so uh, you play, if my information is correct, you play the father of twins. Yeah, I'm the father of twins. Technically, their stepdad. I guess not technically, but oh, okay. So you're actually their stepdad. Your yeah. sperm was not involved no, no, in no. the creation and that, of and these. That, the first episode is all about explains that how how <laughs> babies are made. <laughs> well, let me show you how sperm is made first. <laughs> it's a really the neat dad, opening, stop. sort of like the beginning of a tree of life that just shows <laughs> right. all that, and then it just hard cut to uh, two teenagers in the '90s. Um, but it was yeah. So are I'm you a good stepdad? stepdad I'm a to good them, stepdad. Or okay. And people, always, it's so funny that the assumption with the step parent is that they're an evil well you step situation. i mean you 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 you've played a murderer a mm-hmm. robot murderer on westworld so right. you can play either side yeah so. i can play robot murderers or good stepdads but a guy like me i don't want to see you being a bad stepdad to no. tegan and sarah no. i don't want that uh, i didn't want it either and once and and then the 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 two girls that play them that they found on tiktok who had never acted before or played instruments who not only had this to learn, sounds like a bad plan <laughs> Well, they're horrible. In the <laughs> okay, well, and they, we were like, next time, let's get people who can act and who can play music. It was a, it was a real leap they took, and uh, it did not work out. Know, that's what a gamble's for. Um, yeah, Rayleigh and Season uh, Gilliland, who play Tegan and Sarah, um, are. I mean, and if I don't know if you've ever seen pictures of Tegan and Sarah in high school, it, like. I would have been so intimidated. We grew up around the same time and mm-hmm. in similar, like they grew up in small, they, Calgary is not that, not small. I grew up in like a small town in Indiana, but discovering all that nineties indie rock and, and, and trying to deep dive after I really got into it. And, and you were cooler if you liked the bands that nobody else knew about. And it was that era of that. Um, bands like Pearl Jam. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Soundgarden. Mm-hmm. And Stone <laughs> Temple Pilots. I don't know why saying it like that makes it sound more exotic. Um, yeah. So, 
I was in love with that era. I couldn't have asked for like a better world to jump into and um, Earth, Earth, yeah, better Earth. To, yeah, sure. Because it's better. It's tough when yeah. you do stuff like the Martian. You got to wear that spacesuit the whole time. You got to wear you're Apollo in a different world. Thirteen. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on. Guys. I wanted to stay. I said, I, if it's on Earth and it's set in the nineties, um, I'll do it. And so um, <laughs> those are your. Those are my things. And, but I will not do free advertising for you. No. Blank, blank. And by the way, Westworld does fall under that mm-hmm. because it's. Set on Earth, but set in the 1890s. It, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so they got the you on a technicality there. By the way, I love the music of 1890s, too. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Those are your yeah. two eras. My Darling Clementine is, is uh, <laughs> one of the real staples of Player uh, my, pianos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I don't know what the question was, but I, I love don't know. the show. Yeah. So uh, how many eps are we talking? We're talking about an eight-ep situation. About eight. About eight. I think they're dumping... Is that the word? Dumping? They're dropping two or three to... <laughs> I don't uh, think dump, yeah. <laughs> dumping. Yeah, dumping is you bad. Dump. No, yeah, dump would be yeah. bad. Um, they're exalting. They're um, launching, mm. I think, three episodes on October 14th, I believe. Sounds like uh, three episodes on October 14th. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's how you say it. <laughs> um, listen, they, I told you, they don't pay me for the advertisement. Um, so three episodes and then uh, weekly, I And would then imagine. weekly, I think, after that, mm-hmm. yeah. And when you, like, when you finish an eighth episode, are you ever, like, you turn to everyone on set and you go, like... Let's just go to nine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have the power to do that. They, apparently, they would have needed a script and a bunch of other stuff. I didn't know how it worked. I was like, guys, let's just keep let's going. Just keep let's do, going. I got some we ideas. We got a good thing going yeah. here. Let's what else happened in the 90s? Let's, uh, you know, let's yeah. uh, do something with the real world. Mr. Gorbachev, tear yeah. down that wall. Oh, no, that was the 80s. Shit. Yeah, no, they'll, they'll fix it. They'll fix it in post. Yeah. <laughs> Gorbachev <laughs> tore down something else. Gorbachev calling. Gorbachev, did, we did. We lost Gorbachev uh, a few we months did. ago. Now, terrible, yeah. terrible day, mm-hmm. terrible day. Yeah. <laughs> Although I hear he's uh, with uh, the Queen's double on nudist beaches. Mm-hmm. That's, this is a reference to an earlier episode. <laughs> um, but can uh, we cut to that clip? Yeah. yeah. Here we go. So, uh, high school is the title of it, and do they do they use their music? Uh, to, to score scenes or are they playing songs? Well, the really neat thing is there's a combination of, uh, again, a very good combination of known 90s songs, some real deep dive, deep cut 90s songs. Uh, I, I actually teared up just at the music because it was it's a very... Um, it was very nostalgic for me. From and what I understand, music soothes the savage it's breast. It's the um, <laughs> it is the the it's the food of life. What's the thing? It's the, mm, it's the food drink to of, the soul. Food certainly. to the soul. Yeah, it's um, the elixir of, of love. I don't know what, mm-hmm. how that works. I don't. Um, but it worked <laughs> for this show. They were smart to add music in this show about yeah. musicians. Usually, I when that was I a good choice. When, when I watch a show. It's just dead silence, mm-hmm. and you hear every footstep. Yeah, and that's how they started. They did a cut like that, right. and it, it didn't work. And Tina and Sarah were like, "You might, I mean, you maybe. I mean, we're musicians. Music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we're gonna add some stuff here." But it's a slow burn to their uh, discovery of of that in themselves. They didn't just they didn't really? figure it out about themselves. So it's a neat little thing. The girls actually actresses learn kind of as Tegan and Sarah did as as they sort of pick up guitars and learn. So Tegan and Sarah's uh, music is sort of slowly. Um, integrated uh, integrated into the, it. Then you get this great mix of the more popular, you know, Smashing Pumpkins uh, songs. There's, actually, there's a really great, Tina Sarah did a great version of Today that oh, plays great. in the trailer. That's really sweet. Um, and then... My it, favorite version yeah. of that is the Smashing Pumpkins version. Yes, yeah, they did a good job with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hope they gave credit to the original. Um, 
But uh, yeah, no, it's it's a really wonderful. It's half hour. It looks beautiful. It looks. Um, it it kind of reminds me of '90s independent films. Wow, that it sort of draws on. Is it? How did you? Uh, uh, are, uh, are you offer only, or or did you audition? I met because I know someone who auditioned. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about. That. <laughs> but it sounds like a waste of his time <laughs> if they just offer it to you. <laughs> I went through a rigorous, and it was a very competitive uh, audition process. I was very okay. uh, honored uh, with all the people. People that I got to audition uh, <laughs> along with. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um. No, I think they gave it to me very early. And then they had a lot of people audition for months and months after that. Uh, yeah, no. this is this, this, this happened to my other friend. He auditions for Geppetto in uh, the, that that uh, Pinocchio movie that just uh, yeah. came out about a month ago on Disney Plus. And then he he like goes, "Oh, I wonder who got this part." Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. <laughs> you must have been talking with a pretty high level friend of yours. No, I don't, I don't think they went wide with the Geppetto role. No, they did. <laughs> so it just doesn't make any sense. But uh, this this is incredible. High school is out this week. Uh, now let's pivot and talk about Avenue Five. There's a name I haven't heard in nigh upon it, well, three we, years. We were COVID uh, COVID shutdown. We were COVID delayed. Yeah, yeah. This is an HBO comedy uh, created by Armando Iannucci. Is mm-hmm. that how you say yeah, his name? Yeah, the guy behind Veep and In the Loop and, and yeah, uh, Death and, of Stalin. and so and it's all about a. a I mean, in my opinion, it should be called Wacky Spaceship. Wacky, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> That's a better a name for it. Because Avenue 5, it's like, what even <laughs> is that? But Wacky Spaceship. Wacky Spaceship like, Adventure Space Time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, uh, tell us about that, because you got incredible people in the cast. I mean, that's Hugh Laurie and Zach Woods and Jessica St. Clair. And you do a lot of your scenes with this person named Jessica St. Clair. You know Jessica. Jessica. I, I do, but f- uh, fans of the show have uh, have never heard her. Je- <laughs> we have this person named Marissa Wampler on Yo, that's uh, right. a few Marissa times, Wampler. but Jessica has never been on the show. Right. And um, But Marissa and Jessica would really love each other. Yeah, same they're energy. very similar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Almost to where they're exactly the same person. And, and Just. You've never seen them in the same room. One percent louder, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that would be Jessica. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and Jessica and I are very loud in this show. We are the assholes on the. Uh, imagine being stuck on a spaceship that gets lost in space for nine or ten months, and there's a couple that's all, all, always bickering and at each other's throats. And because you guys were getting divorced, we were, wasn't it? Yeah, in the first then- episode, in the first season, we were about to get. We were like planning our divorce because we were about to land the next day and we were so sick of each other. <laughs> and then we discover we're going to be stuck in space together for six months. And, um, but in season two, there's a little twist on that, which is, uh, Oh, I bet you guys uh, fall back uh, in love. Uh, sex scenes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is a sex scene of sorts, but it's not just not a full on euphoria <laughs> type drugs <laughs> and sex scene with Jessica St. Clair. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. Yes. That's so, yeah, this would be the centerpiece of their ad campaign. Yes. So, uh, Avenue five, uh, I mean, you got to catch up on it if you didn't watch the first season. Yeah, you, you can get it on HBO. I guess it's just yeah. HBO Max now. They haven't taken it all down the other off ones are HBO Max. May, oh, you know what? Actually, who knows? By the time this, this point. posts, you know, HBO might not even be a thing. So yeah, you might just true. have to go to to. I'll send you, you know, some of the dailies that I got. Thanks. Uh, oh, that, that would might be, great. be the only option. <laughs> at some point. I appreciate yeah. that. Um, Avenue Five, it, and it comes out this Sunday. Another ten apps. You ever be on set and like the last you do episode ten? You're like, let's just do eleven. You know, that's a great question. <laughs> I do. I, I suggested that. I'm trying to remember my previous bit. <laughs> well, Kyle, this is your week, buddy. This is. I it's am all going to happen. So for excited me, for you this week. I am thrilled for you oh. to see to see the work that you put into your craft and to watch it pay dividends this week. 
This is exciting for me as a fan. Well, thank you. <laughs> and if it doesn't pay dividends, it's that's true. Back to India. Yeah, if both of these shows are canceled within the next right. month. Yeah, We're back Which to given my track record. You know, <laughs> yeah, could very well be the case. Back to yeah. just shooting robots <laughs> yeah. for one episode and dipping out. <laughs> um, well, this is great. Uh, Kyle Bornheimer is here, and uh, we need to take a break if that excites you. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if it doesn't, we're still going to do it. But uh, when we come back, we have uh, a professor is going to be here. Are you? Did you ever go to school? I am a dropout. Yeah, so, yeah. Me and professors have a. a, a Strained relationship. Yeah. Did you say mean professors or just me and professors? Uh, me, me and professors. Mm, yeah. yeah. It's it's tough. Mean right? professors would be interesting to me. Like mean professors. This is yeah. your next show. Mean professors. <laughs> You've heard of bad moms. Yeah. Mean mean professors. professors. <laughs> and it's just them being kind of cranky and like you know yeah, not like listening a, to you after class and like, then apologizing yeah, yeah. afterwards, <laughs> and going like I'm sorry. It's, like, yeah. it's, it's a network show that needs a happy ending. Yeah, it's very exactly. blue sky. Uh, we're gonna come right back. We have a professor and a little later an author. We'll have more from Kyle Bornheimer. More. Comedy Bang Bang will be right back after this. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, what if I just said tough luck <laughs> and then ended it? No, I actually have the perfect gift and I stand by this one 100%. I've talked about it. Aura frames are beautiful Wi Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display. Unlimited photos. How many photos do you think you've taken in your life? Four? More? Well, it's unlimited how many photos you can you can share on this thing. And I, I believe me, I've tested it out. It is super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving Aura as a gift, you can personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. And that's what I did. I gave these to all of my loved ones. And we put photos of our new baby into the frame, and they love it. My mom would rather watch the Aura frame than TV. (laughs) She just sits there, like, watching the new photos come up. She loves it. I love them. I think it's one of the greatest inventions to ever be invented. Thank goodness whoever did it. I couldn't. Mr. Aura, if you're out there, we love you. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is A-U-R-A Frames, AuraFrames.com. Use code BANGBANG at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast, Comedy Bang Bang, is brought to you by Squarespace, our old friends, and Spring. Man, it truly has sprung. No one can argue that. And what do we know about spring? Spring is a time of fresh starts. That's right. Uh, You thought January was good for starting fresh? Uh, Spring's gotcha beat. Spring's about rebirth. And that could mean starting a new venture or switching things up on your website. Well, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device, integrated, optimized, optimized, (laughs) SEO tools. Allow your site to show up more often and grow the way you want. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. Accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. 
Selling content on your website? Well, add a paywall to sell memberships or courses or sell downloadable files. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch. And I know you're going to be. Go to squarespace.com slash bangbang to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you ever have something that you're keeping close to the vest or the chest? If you're Christopher Nolan, he says that in one of the Batman movies twice. He doesn't say it, obviously. Look, this is something I just need to get off my chest. The fact that this bothers me. Anyway, we all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Well, therapy is a safe space to get these things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online. Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com bangbang today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash bangbang. Comedy Bang Bang, we're back. Kyle Bornheimer, our old friend, uh, with his uh, fourth appearance here. You're a member of the the Four Timers mm-hmm. Club. Who else is in that? Actually, uh, a lot of people. You got a lot of yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, it's not that big of a uh, yeah. Andrew Lloyd Webber, mm-hmm. certainly Werner Herzog, uh, Castro, J- Castro. Yeah, yeah, Fidel Castro, <laughs> certainly. I was trying to think of like people that would be on. Um, what was uh, what's his name? Point that mic right at your mouth. What do you say? I know you're oh, drinking yeah. something, but <laughs> but you have it pointed I, to your no, chest. People like a lot of noises, a lot of mouth noises, and plastic hitting plastic. <laughs> and on then the hearing mic. people talk like this above the mic. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know how anything it in tilts, Hollywood works. You, know. you, you don't know, have to bend down to it. <laughs> one of my least. Uh, <laughs> now, now I'm so self conscious. I don't know. It's like my first day in Hollywood. Um, which is how I, every voiceover audition is for me. My, my, um, I forget how to act every time a microphone is in front of me. Yeah, it's daunting, though. You know yeah. what I mean? Anytime you get to a new set, if you've never done the show before, it's like, oh, am I going to get fired? Do you still feel that way? Sure. Or are you like, I'm going to slip him the old Bornheimer? Yeah, I, <laughs> I think each one's different. But for the most part, I'm pretty sure. It's usually after that I'm convinced I won't get work again. Right. When, I, when, when I've gotten it, I know that they're too busy to fire me at least the first day. And they, you know. Um, yeah, I'm usually it, like. Uh, after I leave, I'm like, well, they're cutting that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, a, I get a lot of, well, that'll do after a take. Like, uh, yeah, I get, well, we gotta, I, we have to move on. I like, did a recent project, uh, which is coming out around uh, the end of the month, I believe, uh, the Weird Al movie, and oh, uh, I'm very excited about that. And I got two takes, and I was like. Is that because I was bad or because I was good? Yeah, yeah. I'm convinced because it was bad yeah. and they gave up. Yeah, I think that's how we, that's where our minds always go. I think there's about three actors that are like, got it on the second one. Should we move on? And yeah. it's like, yeah, like Seagal, like Steven Seagal is that way, but that's right. out of pure laziness. Yeah. Um, well, this is incredible. Uh, uh, two shows out this week, uh, four times on this show, two shows in a week, a lot of math, but I'm wrapping my head around it. Uh, Avenue five as well. So many numbers. numbers. Yeah. yeah. So many numbers. High school has four years in it. Yeah. yeah. You're a math guy, aren't you? Mm. You, you're, well, you like numbers and puzzles or you like, I've I noticed do. a thread on this show. Whenever numbers are involved, you sort of perk up and you get excited. Oh, about that's the only, only time yeah. I ever yeah. get excited. Yeah. Everything, show everything else is like a real <laughs> yeah. drag for you. You're really, you know, although I will say we're in our 14th year. So every episode I'm like, Ooh, 14th mm, oh, year. Yeah. So I do get excited every episode. And it's an even number. I'm sure this is like a great year. Yeah, this you. is such a good year. <laughs> um, we have to get to our next guest. I uh, hope they are having a great year themselves. Uh, they are a professor of what I do not know. I do not have this information in front of me, but 
uh, it um, all I have to do is ask. Once I introduce them, uh, please welcome to the show Lloyd Garterbelt. Greetings, kind sir. Greetings, kind sir. Shake my hand like a gentleman. Oh, okay. Ah, yes, a firm grip. I see you know your judo well. I'm firm. You have the limpest handshake that I've ever... <laughs> I am giving full muscle from forearm on this grip, my good oh, man. Yeah, let me check those This out, is limp you to mind. you? This is limp to me. This is as strong as one can go. This is as limp as the very biscuit upon Fred <laughs> Durst. I don't even know how to finish this. Are you on which saying... Fred Durst sang upon? I don't know. I like a upon. chump, hey? <laughs> How are you, Lloyd Gardner? I'm very well, and shake Kyle. my hand, my yeah. good man. Oh, get, get, get uh, ready. Oh, for yes, it. very good. Oh, that is a little off-putting. No, and a very strong handshake from oh, Kyle. Very oh, good. Where are you I have a from? Weak one myself. What, what, so. uh, what audience? Or, uh, what audience are you? Oh, it depends. <laughs> on, uh, you ever say a word and it just is like <laughs> doesn't have any relationship <laughs> to the word you meant? <laughs> Freebie. I want a crossing of thine wires in no brain. Was Certainly. That what what, what do you there? think I meant? What? Uh, uh, Nationality? I, I, uh, how recently? Do I consider other countries to be just audiences? Ah, yes. Because I've done so many tours. Which to audience uh, are you? Is Which tool would I have seen you on? <laughs> yes, exactly. Where Hulkerman. are you from? I'd have traveled from this great world to and fro, near and far, that I'd, I don't call nowhere home no more, Scott Ackerman. It's interesting because you have sort of like an English accent, but then you're doing things like doing double negatives like a common person, but you have more of a lofty accent. It's interesting. It's, it's And it's a breadth of all my experiences at one, for I have had to move from place to place due to academia. Sounded like Sean Connery right then. <laughs> uh, Interesting. Well, if, if consistency is what you're looking for with me, good man, consistency you will not get. I see. Uh, I see. But this is my voice, and it will... Well, that's the thing. I mean, people just have the voices they have. Sometimes they sound like something, and then sound, sometimes they sound like nothing. Does that make sense? Uh, we, today... You and I are vibing. I understand everything you're saying. Hard. Even if you're not understanding it as a yeah. student of, of humanity. We also have been microdosing this entire time. So <laughs> yes, it, we, that's not been helping. To the extent that we are definitely macrodosing. <laughs> we're just now. dosing at this yeah, point. We're but dosing. Any more microdoses, we may be macrodosing. We, uh, we'll be getting a cease and desist on that one, won't we? <laughs> I'm sorry, I've been, I haven't offered you any. Do you want any of the, our, our uh, LSD? I did some before we came, but it was so micro that I'm not even sure. Uh, oh, okay. I, I Here, took yeah, have a full I don't know dose, how yeah. micro to go when I, when I micro. I know, that's the problem, yeah. yeah. You can always go bigger, but you can never go back, my good <laughs> man. So you, say, you select that based on s smallness, and if you're not feeling too high or too energetic, please take some more of my LSD. Turn on, tune in, drop out. out. This is a good lesson for life. You can always have more of something, but you can never have less. So it's like when you're eating, for instance. Yes. It's like order the small portions. I tell you, I went to a restaurant the other night, and they came up to the table, and they said, have you ever been here before? Which you know that they're about to describe small plates to you. Yeah. Right? So, so, so th th that happened. They did. And they go, like, we encourage sharing at our restaurant, which is like, oh, you encourage us? And they go, about four plates for two people is about right. And it's like, oh, okay, so you want us to spend more money mm -hmm. than, than normal. Okay, got it. So they're like, we're, we encourage a bunch of stuff. We ordered four things. And on the fourth thing, the person said, that's a very small portion. 
And my point is, is like, well, then make it a regular size portion. Don't offer it if it's if it's a small, you know what I mean? You're the one who told me to order four things. 100%. I encourage the chef to make a goddamn bigger plate because I've come <laughs> here right. just to eat a meal. That's a right. succulent Chinese meal. And by the way, it was a perfect size of a portion. Uh, 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 so that, so that it was a lie. If you were going to order three other things. For three, I see. Yeah. Well, that's, I'll <laughs> say it right now. That restaurant is... It is democracy manifest. It is our country mm. is going down the toilet, and this is yet another example. Wouldn't you right. agree? Yeah, I guess so, Kyle. What do you I mean, I, I wasn't going to go there. I was just thinking that their particular restaurant model was, you know, yeah, maybe was, one that I wasn't my favorite. Yeah, but. I was just talking about a restaurant. I, don't, I, I didn't uh, no. connect it to democracy. And this, and this is the issue. This podcast in itself is comedy manifest. And this is why I'm here, Scott Ackerman. Why are you? You are poisonous. <laughs> who, who are you? I am Lloyd Gardebelt. <laughs> oh, I know, but that doesn't explain who you are. I have arrived here because our culture is in the proverbial toilet, Scott Ackerman. And mm. everything from media to restauranteurs are responsible. And it's making teachers and professors like me have trouble doing their jobs. And I'm frequently being fired because children <laughs> no longer understand the world in which we live. I see. Where do you, where do you profess? Where do you teach? I am currently between professions. <laughs> uh, but I was recently fired from Washington University in St. Louis for... Washington University in St. Louis. Are you not familiar? Yes, I'm not Scott familiar. Ackerman. Why don't they call it St. Louis University? It, because that was that's in Washington. <laughs> <laughs> they did a swap. They did a swap. They did a holiday. Oh, I get two it. universities needed to find themselves <laughs> and and fell in love with the new world in which they found themselves, and a world where. Much like how we fell in love with Cameron Diaz as an editor. Ah, uh, yes. I've never seen this. Oh, uh, Cameron Diaz. <laughs> she plays an editor? She's tra- an editor of film trailers. Of film trailers. One of the more relatable jobs do you, for Do you audiences. think she was ever editing the film trailers and, like, the director walks in and goes, oh, you should just be in these movies because you are beautiful and you're like an actress? <laughs> that, that is what we all imagined the deleted scenes of that film right. were, and perhaps why she had to leave Los Angeles. Oh, is that, uh, so the, I don't know about this film. She leaves. And she then- goes to England to find herself after a breakup mm. and some British... Wait, w- someone breaks up with her? You would think that guy would like wander into the room about to break up and then look at her and go, oh no, you look like Cameron Diaz. Like, we should still... <laughs> Stay together. Uh, again, a deleted scene I imagined was her somebody saying... This is why movies don't make any sense, yes. right? Because they always cast these beautiful people in them, and then they give them problems? This is Hollywood Manifest, <laughs> Scott Ackerman. <laughs> and I hate to say it in front of a seasoned actor who's benefited so well from the Hollywood system, looking <laughs> wonderful, sounding wonderful, but uggos like myself no longer have a place in the American states of United you are, America. You are very ugly. I meant to mention that when you... You meant to mention that? (laughs) When I introduced you. It wasn't on your bio, but I was just like, I was struck by it. Of course it's not on my bio that I am ugly. You do not describe your looks upon your bio because you should be judged. people should. No, you should be judged for your heart and your thought. What would they have done with... What, what, What other reason are there authors' pictures on the back of book jackets for? Then to see if they're ugly or not. That's so. You look at the author's picture on the jacket, and then you. And then I decide whether (laughs) I buy the book. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, do you ever buy an ugly author's book to never. see if their writing is uh, never? <laughs> yeah. See, I, that's the only books I, I buy. Are really, the you think authors. they'd be yeah, really good yeah, at it? Yeah, because <laughs> every other book, it's like you know what? They're too busy having sex. Yeah, to write I, mean, this I, I look for bad fashion or ugly. Yeah, and then I know that's probably I'm probably getting for a good read. Yeah. Lloyd, why are you here? Because, Scott Ackerman, I am here to stop you in your tracks with what you're doing here. Done? The, uh, all right. Po- this podcast <laughs> is done. No, 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 First, no. No, no, I'm not stopping doing the podcast. Is that what you mean? You must. You must. Because men like me, the... Uh, literati, the educated, the professors of this world are being pushed out by the generations listening to TikTok and listening to podcasts. I don't, uh, how, uh, why were you fired? Well, uh, plenty of reasons. Intellectualism. (laughs) I don't like to hear that. (laughs) Usually it's just one. So when a guy says plenty of reasons, it's like, you have a problem. Uh, Discrimination is one. I've been discriminated against for my wit, for Mm. wanting to teach things that the young, woke literati are not willing to read, for describing female students' outfits to the whole class. Millions of things that you used to be able to do, but young 18-year-olds won't allow it anymore because they need their bubble of safety, Scott Ackerman. Well, that's the thing. We always want our teachers to be older than the students, right? It would be weird if it was the other way around, right? So just using, like, okay, that's true. If that is true, then these older teachers are going to be of a different mindset and have different sort of values, and we should be uh, uh, accepting of that, right? Otherwise, every single teacher is going to be younger than the people that they're teaching. And now you're speaking my language, Scott Ackerman. If you want your teacher to be so in touch with the current society and aware of media, they must be younger. But would you Although be- in a society where you go to school, okay, kids, you're a kid, you go to school, half of your day is spent teaching kids who are older than you. Uh-huh. And the other half is kids that are younger than you teaching you. This is not, I mean, this kind of makes sense as a society. It's almost it? like a kibbutz school of some sort. It's <laughs> I don't some, know what that word is. A kibbutz, a, co- a co-op of sorts, a commune in Israel started uh, with the idea of an Edenic mm. society as an escape from the horrors of Adolf Hitler. I see, I see. <laughs> I don't know that we had to bring him into this necessarily. But uh, well, it's a direct line from Kyle? Hitler to Israel. <laughs> Any thoughts on Hitler? I'm interested where the where this is going. I mean, Professor Orly, you, you seem to, to be wise about some things. You just described uh, the origins of the kibbutz. Uh, uh, very well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. I'm incredibly wise, and yet my wiseness is not respected because we're limited to one, two, or three things we've said that have made students uncomfortable. What are, or, or can you give us examples? Oh, uh, let's see, let's see. For example, I've painted myself into a situation here. Now to <laughs> <laughs> Seems to me like you're the and one Scott who was picked fired. it right up. <laughs> I, I was fired for uh, a multitude of reasons. Number one, professors should be allowed to insult anybody who, based on their hair color. For example, we know blondes are dumb. So if you're <laughs> describing something and a student says something not so wise and they're blonde, <laughs> you should be able to say, no surprise there. But in this woke world, democracy manifest, we are forced well, you started to the never... Sean Connery d- thing again. Uh, it's just my voice. It's like... Right, yeah. As if I heard your voice and thought you were doing an impression of uh, um, somebody who sounds like you. Uh, uh, 
again, uh, something that I would have thought of before the show. Who do you get voice alike about by uh, voice alike? Yeah, yeah. Who who do people say you sound like? I don't know. That's a good question. I get a, I get a lot of people on Twitter, and this is my favorite thing about Twitter, uh, who send you a picture of the ugliest person alive, <laughs> and, and say, then say, "Is this you?" <laughs> <laughs> really love that. What um, if, what about when they draw you? <laughs> and say, hey, I did art of you. And what do they like, accentuate? Oh, oh, did you forget my chin? <laughs> oh, you really noticed my beard. We're both of the things that you have, by the way. Yes, I have a no chin and a big beard, and I've been described by you as ugly, but yeah. by many as well, by, fascinating. As looking. yourself as well. You said that you were ugly. That's right, <laughs> which is what makes me a good author, is because I'm never having sex, I'm thinking. Right. Because nobody will make love to me. And if you say that in a college, campus, you will be fired in 2022, Scott Ackerman. Uh, I mean, this is, uh, look, Kyle, you have children, right? Yes. You don't want your children's teachers to be talking about hooking up with people or, or the absence I mean, of depending on the, the the their age. I mean, you mentioned earlier that the, the the children these days is it just college that you've taught? I mean, do, when you're between jobs, have you have you had to go to the uh, to high schools or any anywhere else? All ages. Wonderful yes. question. I've taught preschoolers American history, and I've taught what? high schoolers <laughs> blocks and shapes. <laughs> <laughs> I bet your children, your Hollywood children, go to some sort of Montessori school. Yes, they're, no, they're in a pod uh, with uh, just three other like-minded families. We sure. re- we really like to try to keep it. Um, but although we we might be losing our our teachers soon, so oh, no, I'm so sorry. You, you know, I, I'm kind I of intrigued. <laughs> my good man. Uh, let's negotiate right now, money-wise. Uh, I'd like to be tenured. Uh, immediately tenured. Yes. Oh wow! That can <laughs> yeah. transfer right to uh, yeah. Um, I don't know how that stuff works, but sure. Wonderful. And let's say thirty-five k a year. And um, not a lot. Thirty-five k a year. I, I bet between yeah. the five of us, we might be able to to, to scrape that together. Yeah, I mean, if that's far less than our other person. So yeah, less. I, I don't oh my think God. he understands. And look, Seven thousand. That's yeah. like you know, if you just consult on a sitcom, that's like that one week's salary. Well, sitcoms are pay you seven k to consult on. I'll yeah. do that as well. Is there any sitcoms of professors? Oh yeah, you should just do that. I I'll think we have a sitcom here brewing up. This, this exactly. You teaching a pod of kids in Hollywood might be a sitcom on its own. A yeah. misunderstood racist in the world. Oh, is that how you're describing yourself? Are we in the pitch meeting? That's how I've been described. Yes, you have to break it down in the pitch yeah. meeting. Mm. Teaches a, a group of young children or any other. And I hate Hollywood. And I hate. This. Uh, you know, the celebrity culture, but are there any other big name uh, parents? Yeah, your, uh, uh, Sean part? Connery's grandkids are actually in, in, oh, wow. in, in the pod. Grandkids. Yeah, speaking of Sean Connery. Yeah. And um, and Dick Cavett's grand. It's all grand. It's my kids and then a bunch of old Hollywood grandkids. I don't know how <laughs> wow. that ended up that way. Well, yeah. uh, I would be happy to teach the royal grandchildren. <laughs> uh, d- d- you know, Sir Sean Connery has been yeah. knighted, correct? Yes. Does that transfer down to his grandkids? I think so. I think they're right. Dukes. He just passed. Yeah, once yeah. he dies, right? It and just are, passes right down. Wow, and are they bonds as well? Yeah, yeah, that never goes away as well. <laughs> <laughs> I would be happy to join your pod, but you have to uh, uh, agree with me. No rules, just right. We can start it off that way, and I'll see where you go. I mean, I, you know, yeah. I, maybe there'll be some lively debate. They can, you know, that might be what's going on here. If the kids are you're, you're going back to college, if they are offering you alternative points of view to yours, why are you worried about engaging with those? I, I am happy to engage with alternative points of view, but I should be allowed to speak my mind freely in a debate with a child, an adult, or 
anybody at all, even if it's getting drinks with them after class or whatever. What, what, what kind of debates are we talking Like, should we roleplay one of these debates and see exactly, like, what the types of things you I say are? I would love to roleplay. Okay. I have... I have Dipped my toes into the art of You've taught acting. improv? <laughs> <laughs> what level? Uh, well, well you, you know, basic level improv stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, mostly short form. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and, and games within that world. Yeah, so basically, like, anytime anyone... You do freeze tag, anytime anyone's near someone's butt, freeze! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see you know your improv I know well. improv, yes. yes. Very good, Scott. Okay, so, so, okay, so say Kyle is one of of your students. Very well. What age do you want to be? Go. Uh, let's go to back to college. I'll be interested. Right. Yeah, that's where this whole. So you're thing a college started. student of mine uh, at uh, one of my former do schools. A, do you have a name? Or, or, uh, I'm Leon. Leon. Yeah. All right. And are you? Are you? Um, Leon, uh, are you Leon Phelps, uh, the Tim Meadows character? Uh, <laughs> are you the professional? <laughs> now I'm, Leon, Leon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Leon. I'm a French. I'm I'm a French American named Leon. All yeah. right. Okay. And you're and a student. The son of, of an assassin. And you're yeah. the son of an assassin. Son of an assassin. Oh, he's uh, a legacy. Yeah. More milk, Leon. More milk, Leon. <laughs> what? It, 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 In what I situation maybe, are you offering? Well, your thank you very milk. much. My dad loved milk before uh, any of his kills, uh, oh, so I really appreciate right. that, Professor uh, uh, Garterbelt. Uh, and wonderful. Thank you for getting a drink with me at the Two Nine Cafe uh, down the street from the university. Yeah, this is great. A lot of my buddies and I come here and, and we post our TikTok videos and do Molly. Oh, horseshit. <laughs> I, I don't believe in that quick fire media. I watch the films of Godard and I read the novels of Shakespeare. Oh, you know, Godard just died not too long ago. Yes. Yeah, we, 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 we took a class with him. He's, yeah, I don't, I don't, he was before my time, but like, yeah, he's not bad. Oh, yes. All you kids these days, everything in black and white. I cannot watch. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we were pretty okay with it. You're yeah. an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not educated and you need to learn. Now, that woman sitting next to you in class, what was her name? Oh, yeah, it's Stephanie. What's her story? So, uh, um, well, I mean, I don't know her too well. I mean, we've talked a little bit. I try to, you know, respect her space. She's really serious about studies, so I don't really figure that's the time to talk her up too much. Oh, you, you got to flirt. I don't know if that's You've the got right to, flirt to flirt in class. That's the point of college. So thine oats, my I good man. I think she's there to learn. And afterwards, I mean, she's very funny afterwards. We've we've exchanged some, some thoughts. Maybe at some point when the time is right, I might Oh, uh, yes, we love a woman with a sense of humor, us men. Well, I don't know if all men do. I, I certainly do. Let's I mean, close this tab out. We're about two blocks away from a strip club. <laughs> you and me, poke our heads in, and let's chat history. Well, I mean, I think, you know, uh, sex workers are, are uh, is a positive thing. And if it's the type of club where... Where they're, you know, you know, they're unionized and and the women are kind of calling the shots there. I'd be open to that. Maybe we could bring a couple of my friends that are fluid and and are interested in that. Then we could maybe do that. Oh, and a huge eye roll to that whole <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Uh, I, I'll go alone, and I'm going to a different club called Star Gardens in North Hollywood, and they will not allow the strippers to unionize there, and that is where I support. That's your thing, man. You enjoy yourself. Okay, so this, you, you turned to me like the scene was over. <laughs> no, okay. no, I'm still going. I'm uh, still oh, you're going. still going. No, but I, I do want to interject here. Freeze. First, oh, oh, you're right by my ass. Yeah. Right uh -oh. oh, this is great. Okay, look, first of all, Kyle, what a, an incredible scathing portrait of a woke college <laughs> yeah, I student. Know, didn't I? I really yeah, went after Yeah, you took him down a bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great job. Uh, as for you, Professor Garterbelt. Yes. You didn't really do 
that much that was bad or fireable. <laughs> you kind of you called him an idiot, which you, I mean, I think you probably still could do it as a professor. You I asked agree. you asked him to go to a strip club, <laughs> which is probably still fine. I mean, people, you know, I don't know. Like, no, uh, you got I fired agree. for that. Well, uh, uh, you know, I was, and doing you encouraged a him to flirt, almost like you were a Cyrano de Bergerac. Yeah, guy, it, was, it was kind, kind of, of guy. Was, yeah, there's was another like romantic comedy. We just came up with another show. Yeah, and I have been vindicated on the air of Comedy Bang Bang and I feel that perhaps... Wait a minute, no, I just agreed with you. Can I get canceled for this? Absolutely you can. It is oh, so no. easy to cancel a man like you or I, Scott Ackerman. A man of the past who is just trying to find our way through the I'm modern ages. A man ages. of the present, maybe, I, but... Uh... You were not a man of the present I gave you when I arrived. <laughs> What? <laughs> you I, gave me a present? I gave you a lovely present when I walked oh, in. Oh, I'm sorry, I did not. threw it right in the trash. Well, I mean, it was it, it was like an envelope from your car that <laughs> you wanted me to throw in the trash, you said. <laughs> a gift, and it was a test, Scott. You were supposed to look upon the envelope and mm. see if it was something you wanted to throw away or to receive Wait, from Wait, Garterbell, can I tell you something? I would love to hear it. I am not quite getting your whole thing. <laughs> All right, well, okay. let's let's like, take a moment. It's not it's it's let's not strong. I have to yeah, say. Let's take a moment. Then. <laughs> let's let's break it down. All okay, right. you're a professor. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's good. Yes. All right, but you come in here and you say you've been fired recently, and then yes. you can't remember why you were fired, and it yes. takes you a minute to come up with stuff, and Certainly. then we role play like what would be you know, and I'm expecting some really harsh things for you to do. Right. And it's kind of weak and tepid. It's tepid. Well. Yeah. uh... I suppose I uh, have done some things that I didn't. I, I as I that I painted myself into a corner. Mm. Uh, that I was like, oh, you know what? The type of person I am is hard to parody this day and age without almost, saying yeah. bad things. Almost as if, like, to parody him, you came up with a voice and that was it. Well, <laughs> well, well, not quite, not quite. Uh, you know, the the idea I had here with any of the ideas who I am. Sure, yeah, but the idea. <laughs> idea of what you were going to talk about on the show. Uh, yes, the idea of what, was what we're going talking to talk about, about yeah. was, yeah. well, you know, the, the idea that a man like me, a man... Wait, who, this is a good idea. Yes. But then no specifics. Yes, the specific... <laughs> yes, that's what's missing, Scott Ackerman. <laughs> yes. I, I, I will have to agree with you on that one. Okay, usually I don't critique the, the guests specific, in the middle well, of the segment, I, but... I take it as a compliment that you feel comfortable enough I do feel very me. comfortable critiquing uh, about And this. I feel like it's warranted. And I, I feel... And here's how I feel. I'll come right back on, perhaps even the next Maybe episode. Next week, sure. <laughs> hey, Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre would. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, well, let's just chill to the next episode. <laughs> yes, of course. Well, look, uh, Lloyd Garterbelt, uh, we're going to take a break. If you can use any of that time while we do to come up with anything, that would be great. Uh, if not, no harm, no foul. I'll can... talk more, but have less to say. Okay. <laughs> I think we have a deal. Um, when we come back, we have an author. This is very exciting. Uh, we're going to uh, we're going to come back. We we have more Lloyd Garterbelt, more Kyle Bornheimer. We have, and both of those things are very hard to say if you're me. We'll be right back with more comedy bang bang after this. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt your podcast, everyone, but you know, there's only one acceptable reason to interrupt a podcast, and that is your dog. Take a minute now to pet your dog, okay? I'll wait. I'm not going to wait a full minute, but a few seconds, sure. Yeah, but while you're petting your dog, you can learn all about Bark the company dedicated to making dogs happy. Every month, BarkBox designs and delivers a whole new collection of toys and treats just for your best bud. 
Every toy is tailored to your pup's size and play style, from squeaky plush toys from BarkBox to ultra-tough, durable ones from Super Chewer. Every treat is made with yummy, healthy, all-natural ingredients like pumpkin and sweet potato. For a limited time, this is good, they will double your first box of goodies for free. My dogs, they love BarkBox. Now it's it's gotten to the point where every package that is delivered to the house, they assume is a BarkBox and they start jumping up and down. Then I have to say, uh, no, it's just a sweater for me. <laughs> and they get very disappointed. They love BarkBox. They love chewing on everything. They love the treats. It's great. To get your free upgrade, go to BarkBox.com slash bangbang. Remember the first time you learned how to ride a bicycle? Just taking your feet off of the ground and putting them on those pedals. And oh, no, nothing's holding you up except your own sense of balance. Oh, gosh, the nostalgia for something like that. Well, you know what? You can experience it again this spring. Get out there, enjoy the weather, and recapture the magic of riding a bike with electric e-bike. That's right, they have an amazing variety of models built for riders of all abilities, including mine, poor. Uh, it's never been easier to fall in love with riding again. Go to electricebikes.com to discover e-bikes that start at just $799. With the XP Lite, anyone can ride with a variety of models designed to be a better mode of transportation. There's the zippy and affordable XP Lite, a great start to any e-bike journey. And we also have the Expedition. That's right, the, the letter X and then Pedition, a sturdy and versatile cargo e-bike that can hold up to 450 pounds. You know what? Electric e-bikes, they gave my good friend Paul F. Tompkins one of these things. He loves it. He's tootling around every day on it. Ring, ring. Hello. Hello, everyone. It's improved his social life. He used to be a hermit. He used to be sort of a, a Scrooge-like miser character. And now he's out there on that electric e-bike saying hello to the entire community. And you can, too. Go full throttle into spring with electric e-bikes, the number one selling e-bikes in the nation. Get your adventure started at electricebikes.com. Please, please, please mention the Comedy Bang Bang the podcast sent you in the post-checkout survey. That is electric, L-E-C-T-R-I-C, and then ebikes.com. That's how you get there. Okay, bye! <laughs> Comedy Bang Bang, we're back. Kyle Bornheimer, Avenue 5. Take that over to the high school. This is the way you advertise two shows, right? Time together like this, you know? That way you get the fans of both. They're watching both shows. Suddenly double ratings. Comedy Bang Bang. Yeah. Huh? Um. Anyway, but Avenue 5 this Sunday. High school this Friday or Thursday? One of those two. One, four. 14. Once you figure out what freebie is, the rest just... Yeah, it'll be all over everywhere. The world opens up to you. won't be able to miss it. We also have Lloyd Garterbelt. Lloyd, you do any thinking over the break? Shoot. Or did you just sit there staring into space? Well, it's a beautiful space you have here, Scott Ackerman. All right. Well, let's get to our next guest. Um, they're an author. So this is exciting because I love the written word. Um, and, uh, you know, even words said aloud. I like those too. But so words, words in general, I like them. And uh, they use the written word to their advantage. I'll tell you that much, uh, obviously, because they're an author. Please welcome to the show for the first time, Matilda Gravyman. Hello, Scott. It's so nice to finally meet you. Oh, when would we have met before? Oh, I've never met you formally, but I right. wrote your unauthorized biography. <laughs> and I was wondering if you could sign it. 
Wait, you wrote my unauthorized biography? Well, you didn't respond to my emails, but also I didn't know your email. Yeah, so where are you emailing? Scott at Ackerman dot... Pretty close, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately for me. Rats, uh, so close. Yeah, too close. Um, wait, so you wrote a biography of me? Why, mm -hmm. why is anyone Slams it down on desk. Look at it. <laughs> you providing your own sound effects? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a very light book oh, so i wanted okay, it to, make, need a to make sure exactly, yeah you make yeah. an impact with it <laughs> yeah. yeah well why so light by the way i mean i've, well, I mean, I've had an interesting enough light i know to... a lot but i don't know much okay what what is what's the book called i can't see it from across um, the table uh, I did it my way. The life and times of Skip Anchorman. There's a bit of a typo on the front cover. A bit of a typo, yeah. Plus, yeah, it's fine. I did it my way. That's like a Frank Sinatra. Like, I knew it sounded familiar. Ah, oh, rats. Dang it. Yeah, I mean, usually, like, the title of a book has something to do with the career of the person. Like, Billy Joel, for instance, like, he would be vacillating between my life and Piano Man. He'd be like, I don't know what the, the right title is. I wrote his unauthorized biography as well. What'd you call that? I did it my way, the lifetime <laughs> of So Pitsy you're the Jones. I did it my way person, basically. <laughs> yeah. So the, this is like that mystery author who does A is for whatever. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I've been writing biographies for about 60 years. I'm not slowing down anytime soon. How old of a woman are you, if you don't mind me asking? How dare you? I'll say I'm, I'm in my early to late 80s. <laughs> okay, so, so anywhere from 80 to 89? Yes. <laughs> okay. Great. Yeah. Okay, well, welcome to the show. I mean, you may be the oldest guest we've ever had. Oh, well, Santa Claus. You. Oh, my uh, goodness. They're a mythical uh, creature. I wrote his unauthorized biography as well. <laughs> that whole bit about seeing you when you're sleeping. Yeah. You wrote that? I wrote that, uh, but it, the full title is "Seeing You When You're Sleeping." I did it my way. Oh, God, right, right, right. Uh, so, what's know. in what's in the book about me? Well, uh, it opens obviously at the beginning of your life: a full moon in Arkansas, a farm. <laughs> In 1943, Scott Ackerman was born. Okay, none of these things are <laughs> correct. Uh, oh. Full, I mean, maybe the full moon. I wasn't clocking that huh. at, uh, at the time, but. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, to be honest, most of my research comes from reading over your shoulder at coffee shops when you open a computer. Um, and it's hard to see at my age, but I did the best I could. You've been reading over my shoulder at uh -huh. coffee shops? Yes. Oh, sort of when you're like on your phone or you're typing away at a manuscript, I just sort That's of... That's where I'm composing my tweets. <laughs> I know, and I just keep some of those in your drafts. And that's just me. <laughs> so I, you're not just a biographer, you're a critic of my yeah, tweets. Yeah, well, of course. <laughs> okay. We well, all are. What, so who gave you the the contract to sign, to, to do this? Uh, contract, sign. Who signs? Who, where sign you sign? I'm sorry, what now? I, <laughs> I, I'm here. Don't ask for forgiveness, not permission. Okay. okay? I've written probably around 6,000 biographies at Whoa. this point. I have not asked for anyone's permission, not once. Okay. So, and uh, uh, who, uh, who else have you written? Uh, Mike Dukakis, <laughs> Diane Keaton, John Adams, uh, the list goes on and on. Yeah, I'm sure it does with those three at the top. <laughs> 
it's all downhill from there. I really wow. have to unpack why I panic said those three names. <laughs> that's, that's for another day. Out of the 6,000, yeah. I know. But, um, all right, well, let's read some of this book. What's in this? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's. I'm just going to flip around and then talk about some of my favorite bits. Oh, I love this chapter. This is when Which you Which chapter moved, is this? Uh, chapter eight. Eight, okay, yes. and this is what? Uh, when you moved to New York City and you were pounding the pavement with resume in hand, tap mm. shoes in the other hand, and mm. you were in the original cast of Damn Yankees. I could see it all in front of me. <laughs> oh, it's, uh, uh, how do you do? Wow, strong handshake. Yeah, why were you sitting in the shadows before <laughs> now, not talking? Oh, I'm Batman, that's my thing now. <laughs> no. I am darkness, I am the night. No, he's uh, been yes. on the show already. Uh, oh, right, I'll, and I'll be back. <laughs> Sound kind of like a vampire guy, too. <laughs> oh, that's my thing. I can't go out. Uh, yes. Yes, that's why. It is I, second I, week of October. Oh, yes, my favorite of the months. <laughs> okay, you can't just pivot into vampire <laughs> to save a failing talk show appearance. <laughs> All right, I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so what happens in this chapter? None of this is ringing a bell, by the way. Really? You don't remember trying to make it as a big star in no, New York just City? Just read it, though. Okay. <laughs> A full moon in New York City in the 1960s. Scott Ackerman in a rat infested. I was not alive at this point. Oh. Also, your prose style. There's a little bit to does, be desired, but go ahead. Yeah, does it sort of sound like narration at the beginning of a bad play? <laughs> I guess it's not even full sentences. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, my eyesight's also not great, so I can't oh, really read it. it. Oh, okay. um, Luckily, there's an optometrist in the room. <laughs> a vampire optometrist. Uh, I, I love it. <laughs> Don't get too close when you're reading. So is he working on people's <laughs> eyes in order to bite their necks? Yes, <laughs> yes. That's, I don't know. Uh-oh, Scott. I don't know. I don't know. All right, this I have has my legs. All right, I'll be uh, back. All right. And then you met uh, yeah, Gene Martin, uh, Patti Lapone. By the way, name. you're reading right now, and you said, and you met. <laughs> is this book directed at me? Am I the reader? Well, I was hoping you would. I mean, it would hurt my feelings, something awful if you didn't at least crack it open, Skip Anchorman. That's oh, not even my name. Uh, Look, no, I'm sorry, but none of this happened to me. What do you mean? I, I never moved to New York. Yes, I own tap shoes, but uh, I kept them here in uh, the sweet California, the Golden State. You weren't pounding the pavement trying to become a star? I, sure I was, but uh, only here in uh, uh, California. Well, chapters 7 through 14 are useless now. to rips them out of <laughs> Those are light pages. Thank you for doing the sound effect. uh, Where, I mean, so you've only gotten your information from reading over my shoulder? Yes, also just dreams. um, Dreams. Talking to people who know you, interviewing people in your life. Well, the people in this room, of course. You talked to. Well, that was like right before you came on. (laughs) I I didn't notice you were scribbling. I thought you were signing the book. Were you writing another chapter? Yeah, look, yeah, you're the last chapter. Congratulations. Oh, Oh, wow. I'm in the book. Do you mind reading from that, Kyle? Yeah. What did you say about me? I, well, I, 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 I didn't say anything about you. I just introduced myself. So <laughs> really? You, That's yeah. in the book? So it says here, Kale Sugar Hams. Sugar Hams? Yeah. Nailed yeah. it on the first yeah, try. Yeah. I mean, that might be just her, her Did Mel Gibson <laughs> name you? And it just says... Uh, <laughs> It, well, then it goes into my biography. Oh. It says on a Is full that what moon you were telling them? In, in Czechoslovakia, 
right before the Soviets came. I guess mm-hmm. I'm so yeah. Mm. Th- it really paints me as a kind of a war child. Yeah. Spoiler alert: You did it your way. Yes, that's what it says here. It says it says title ideas, but it just has one. He did it his way, but put it in the I form. Or I don't know what that means. But, huh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so the back of my book is just scribbling musings on what his book is going to be about. Well, I yeah, mean, I didn't have another piece of paper. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. Okay, how many copies of this book did you make? Well, there's at least, like, 400. 400? But some of the chapters are out of... I had to print them myself, and my hands hurt, and my grandchildren hate me, so I had oh. no help. <laughs> let's talk about that. Why do your grandchildren No, let's hate talk you? about you. See, I, I've spent my life focusing on other people, so I, I didn't know, but you sound like such an interesting myself. person, a person whose grandchildren hates them. I I mean, that's a story. Right well, there. whose grandchildren don't hate them? Uh, almost everyone. <laughs> really? Good relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have a, a couple chapters about your relationship with your grandparents. Mm, right, what did you say? <laughs> um, well, you lived with them, and then you your grandmother taught you to play baseball in the full moon. Full moon? What? No one's playing baseball in the full moon. Yeah, the full moon. The whole chapter about I mean, about there the are baseball. night games. And then your grandpa turned into a ghost and became... I don't know why I'm looking at you to co-sign on this. Don't look you're, at the vampire. You're, you're look at me. You're basically useless. I love baseball. <laughs> I want a little bit of help from you. I get nothing. <laughs> I can't wait to write your biography. Someone who started as a professor and then yes. pivoted mm. really hard in the latter part of their life to <laughs> vampire This is the latter part of his life? Well, <laughs> I assume. Hey, what's going to happen to him? <laughs> That tells you one thing. I know when someone's going to die. That's how I can put it in their biography. Uh huh. So, did you know about uh, Ken Starr a few weeks back? (laughs) Yep. Oh my God. We guessed it. We guessed it was going to happen. Do you know that famous death that happened on October 3rd? (laughs) Uh, Seven days ago. Yes, it's you. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Wait, how did this happen? Oh, fuck. He died a few days ago? Yes. I'm a ghost. Oh. That's why I couldn't remember my oh. thing when you move into the afterlife. You're you- moving on mentally. Yes. Oh, okay. yes. Uh, okay, my ghost thing is... Um, uh, What's your twist on a classic ghost? Uh, I love uh, big old ghost tits. <laughs> <laughs> your kids are going to love this episode. <laughs> I, gotta say. I can already... Yeah, he's like cracking up right now. <laughs> you know, Scott, while I have you, I just want... I need I need to like some help filling in the blanks. Of sure. Some stuff First of all, you don't have me. You're on my show. <laughs> oh, go ahead. No, wait, okay. Well, then why are we in my house? <laughs> Is this not my house? This is not your house. No, this is the Earwolf Studio. Rats. Dang it. All right. Yeah. Um, well. Not quite sure how you even got here, but go well, ahead. Well, me neither. It's anyone's guess. <laughs> sure. Um, you've been married eight times, yes? Absolutely. I've been married once for what seems like eight times. Oh, right. Because you're the Elizabeth Taylor of the podcasting world. That's what people call you. I, I, not not because really. Because of your gorgeous jewels around your neck and your, your no. eight marriages? No, I mean, maybe the jewels, but mm-hmm. uh, no, I'm not even the Conan O'Brien of podcasting. Who? <laughs> <laughs> you've, wait, so you've never, you've done a biography of me and you don't even know who Conan O'Brien? You I'll write to, his biography right yes. now. Tell me anything about it. I can write it. Uh, Tall. Created podcasting. Tall, created podcasting. Moved from the Harvard Lampoon. Mm-hmm. 
to the Saturday Night Live, <laughs> to the Simpsons, to his own talk show, which was maligned because nobody knew who he was, and yet he managed Hold to Hold on, make... you're going too fast. Oh. Born on the full moon in Massachusetts, <laughs> Conan O'Brien Massachusetts might have that part right. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, you're trying to get it on? No, 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 no. Uh, he did it his way. Fine, you want to know how it ends? He did it his way. He actually did do it his <laughs> way. Do it so. his way. Yeah, much to uh, NBC's chagrin in a way uh, yes yes in multiple ways yeah what about jay leto you know who that is uh who <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. uh before the who is really interesting <laughs> <laughs> like you're trying to decide if you know yeah who you know i'm just moving real slow at my age you know, know i'm in my early did, to late age. yeah how did you how did you get into this line of work well i for a moment i was for 15 minutes i was a professor at pepperdine university really the scoundrels. Yes, and then I got <laughs> fired, as one does. Of course. And then I thought, you know what? I have a whole life ahead of me. I'm going to just start writing books. And I was like, eh, fiction seems hard. Doing research seems hard. So you Let were me, that uh, sweet spot in between. Yeah, sweet spot Where you do no between. research about the people you're mm-hmm. writing about. And Scott, I got to tell you, you're you're the most interesting character I've ever written about. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. And I've written about Mike Dukakis. <laughs> <laughs> yep. What'd you write about him? That When I, he was I mean, in that tank? Yeah. And I wish I knew a lot about Mike Dukakis or anything, really. He's a Democrat and he ran... Did you write a uh, chapter about how he was the first person I ever voted for Is in that an true? election? Sure. Oh my goodness, scribble, 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 right, right, right. That was in the in Obama the election. You wrote in Dukakis? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in 2008, Scott Ackerman wrote in Mike Dukakis. I just even wrote Mike. <laughs> <laughs> They'll know who you're talking about. Yeah, they knew. They knew. <laughs> they knew. Why do they let you write any, anyone into that? You know what I mean? It's like it's like you're you're never gonna get the person that you want in there. So why? But uh, it's for spoiled brats. Is yeah, who that's for? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I believe the founding fathers knew that a, a well served country would be full of people with senses of humor who could write in the funniest, <laughs> the funniest name people. of the time. <laughs> I know that because I've written most of the Founding Fathers biographies. Most? Why not all? Uh, some of them are boring. Some of them are <laughs> dead. <laughs> oh, I think all of them are dead. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Which ones? You, all of them. I think no. you got to include that. Oh, no. Can we name the Founding Fathers? I don't know who's considered. Is Franklin a Founding Father? Ben Franklin? Yeah, probably. No, I mean he he definitely found uh, that key on that kite. That's right. Born on the full moon in sure. New Hampshire, Ben Franklin was born. He moved to New York City with a resume in one hand and tap shoes in the other. Sensing a lot of recurring motifs in your oh. work. Oh, that's you. That's not me. I'm not. I'm not a fan of my own work. Yeah. What about John Hancock? There's a guy we don't know anything about. Guy who's famous just for writing big. Mm-hmm. I signed his name when I signed my checks. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. No one's ever noticed. <laughs> Checks two people or or the ones you're cashing? Who? <laughs> that is a thing. Like, why? Okay, so you sign the back of a check that's given to you. Does anyone check that shit out or no? No, there's just one sad guy at the bank who has to check. Yes, yeah, that's my job. I do that. I do that. And then I'm here to talk about my crazy job at the bank, which is to check the signatures and to check them for accuracy. <laughs> Well, I, I, yeah, I, I'm flattered. 
I have to say that you wrote a book about me. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how I came up on uh, onto your radar. Uh, you know. Uh, well, you came to me in a dream, and then I googled you, and you were real, and I was so <laughs> excited. That's interesting. I wonder if that's like a sublim or subconscious thing where you saw some of my work. Yeah, maybe. And it, want, yeah, wondered who I was, and it, then went to sleep. And- exactly. Something I saw you. I walked past you on the street. And it turns out you are real. And you know, I think that this book is just going to be flying off the shelf. So yeah. this was not intentional. The shelf, because that holds 400 <laughs> books. <laughs> That's a strong shelf, first of all. Or, yeah. or a long one. It's, a, it's both. I have one shelf. I think it's going to go flying off the shelf, mostly because my house get hit, gets hit by very specific earthquakes pretty often. Oh, but really? also I think Very specific are, ones? Yeah, just like really ones that are just my house. <laughs> really? So yes. you're on several fault lines yes. wherever they intersect? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think people are really going to love it. Oh, the part about you uh, almost going to jail for murder, a murder that you didn't commit, that part, people Sounds love that. Sounds exciting, yeah. All your marriages. Mm. <laughs> it's gonna, People are going to love it. How's it end? October 3rd. Yeah, are you sure you want to know? <laughs> Remember, I can predict death. Yeah, how with how much accuracy? <laughs> Between zero and a hundred percent. Okay, <laughs> this is important. <laughs> yeah, hit me. How am I gonna die? You die at a hundred and ninety, begging to die. Begging? <laughs> yes, because it's way too long to be alive. Yeah, I hear anything after seventy, it's all just like kind of pointless. Yeah, I'm living that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so just begging, who am I begging, if you don't mind me Everyone, anyone, really? the nurses surrounding you, your mm. surviving family members. Right. Is assisted uh, suicide legal by then? Or? No. Mm, man. <laughs> but you know what your last words are? What's that? I did it. Oh, <laughs> of course. Beautiful story. <laughs> beautiful. Now, what do you do with this sort of uh, fate? Do, is it an edible story where fate is always determined whether you know it or not? Or can you change your fate, Scott Ackerman? An edible now story? That you know it? An ed- a delicious edible story. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've been taking edibles this entire time. It's hard to do a show like this without being high. Yes, most podcasts are done. That's the only way we can come up with the jokes. I wish you had told me I would have put an LSD in my tea. Now oh, I feel like an idiot. They have some doses. I microdosed yeah. a little bit earlier. Yeah, you want some? Yep, Here. Gulpy, gulp, 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 gulp. <laughs> you take such <laughs> Silent gulps. <laughs> it's good for you to let us know what you're doing. Exactly. Right. So how do you feel now? Tired. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't have put LSD in the sleepy might time. Not have huh? an effect on her. Yeah. Yeah. Chamomile, I'm tired. <laughs> you look like that little bear. You put the little hat on. You've got your pajamas on. <laughs> Which bear is this? On the sleepy time tea box oh, by I Celestial Tea. I love that bear. <laughs> it's, uh, it is... Uh, on the Mount Rushmore of A bear bears. mascots. Paddington? Yes. He's on the bear Mount Rushmore. Yes. Smokey? Smokey. Old uh, Smokey, not the new Smokey, yeah, the reanimated no, yeah. one. The bear that uh, uh, killed the, the movie in that Werner, or killed the uh, the owner in uh, the Werner Herzog. Oh, uh, yes, in Grizzly Man. No, Grizzly Man, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The bear that- I wrote his biography. Oh. He the, did it his way. Yeah, the <laughs> bear that turned out. Grizzly Man. <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> okay. The bear from The Edge with Alec Baldwin. Mm, sure, Straight yeah. That creek. Written by the, or directed by David Mamet. Uh, written by him, definitely. Uh, the bear, bear from, from the, the children's book Corduroy. Yeah. Okay. And uh, a jeers and a dishonorable mention to the Charmin bear who cannot wipe his own ass <laughs> to save his life. <laughs> who does update? 
in this collection of bears. <laughs> Who does update? Yeah. <laughs> We're doing Dreamcast of yes, SNL yes. bear style. I would say, yes. Uh, I mean, do you want more of an early style bear, like a rye bear? I think or the Coca-Cola bear, polar bear. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's probably got They're a so nice funny. sort of Chevy Chase <laughs> vibe to him. I like how you said Chevy. Chevy. <laughs> I do a soft shush. Uh, yeah. on, you know. I thought I was going to say Jimmy Growlin. Who? Do bears growl? Like, like, like Fallon? Fallon? Oh, yes. oh, I see. Do, do bears growl? You, yes. You know they growl. You're then why didn't that get a huge laugh? Because it wasn't the quality of the joke. It was a misunderstanding of the noises bears I make. thought you were trying to talk about a real person. I said, I don't Maybe know. Maybe just crawling because it's more Fallon. Now, you, no, I it's think, not. I think, it's, yeah, I guess you're exactly right. The same Both as of us growling. failed at that. We forgot think, about Pooh Bear. Oh, oh Does it Pooh matter? Bear, Winnie the Pooh, the the uh, the the bottomless wonder, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Amy Polar Bear. <laughs> that, <laughs> That's a that better. Worked, that worked actually pretty well. Now, how about if I had said that right away, Scott Ackerman? <laughs> <laughs> this is the story of your whole appearance. <laughs> the way I look, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and your real logo. Well, look, guys, we're running out of time. Unfortunately, I, I feel bad. I thank you for writing uh, this book about me. Uh, Will you sign it? Of course I'll sign it. To you or... Yeah, or? whatever you want to write. Your signature is enough. Do you mind if I just cross stuff out and correct it? Uh, sure, whatever yeah, you mean. Yeah, okay. Well, oh, an yeah. official annotated unauthorized <laughs> Yeah, letter. this didn't yeah, happen. Right. None of this. I got your signature. Your life is mine now. I can do whatever I want with your life. Wait a minute. This was a contract? Yeah, to write your unauthorized biography. Oh, okay. So this, was not, this is just a contract. It's not the actual unauthorized biography. Well... So now you're going to write the real one? Oh, no. (laughs) I'll have to start from scratch. (laughs) Oh, dear. That's going to be a lot of work to figure out what kind of moon he was born on. Yeah, I know. Now I have no idea. (laughs) Well, we're running out of time. We just have time for one final feature on the show. That is a little something called plugs. Ooh, great. That was teeny tiny Pluggy Wuggy, the shortest plugs theme that we've had in a long time. Thank you so much. That was Kevbot4000 uh, did that one. Thank you so much to Kevbot4000. Yes. Yes. Uh, you, what? You, you're whole, you grab the mic and you're putting it right in front of your open mouth like, I have something to say. I'm trying to be polite to you. And then I call on you and you have nothing. I'm not aware of my own body, I suppose. <laughs> uh, I, I, sometimes I want to have something to say. And so I grab the mic. But nothing <laughs> okay. is there. All right. Lloyd Garterbelt is here. Um, uh, Kyle, what do you want to plug here? Obviously. I, we've plugged enough, I think. Uh, freebie. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to plug Freebie. The concept of Freebie. The concept of Freebie. Whatever it may be. Um and uh, yeah, Avenue Five and uh, and High School both premiering uh, over the next uh, couple of weeks on your uh, on your neighborhood uh, streaming service. And those checks are just coming oh, in this gosh. week. Yeah, Can you hold those for me. Yeah, yeah. Wow, amazing. Uh, Signed by by John Hancock. Actually. Yeah, right on the back. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Matilda Gravyman. What do you want to plug? Anything? Um, real plugs. Uh, <laughs> sure. I mean that we only do real plugs in, um, in the plug in the plugs uh, basket. basket. Well, my, bag. <laughs> Have I forgotten how to do this show? My Mike Dukakis biography, obviously. Oh, good. Yeah, the and real then plug. Yeah. Two podcasts uh, on Headgum. Oh. Uh, called Sitcom D and D, which is my new podcast. I've and heard then, about this. I yeah, hear it's good. Yeah, it's I, I'm loving it. It's with my Chicago best friends, and then. Um, 
Hey Riddle Riddle, which I've been doing for like four years right. on the HeadGum Podcast. Wonderful. Comedy podcast. And Lloyd Garterbelt. Catch me on next week's episode of Comedy Bang Bang. <laughs> well, I will know my I thing. Know. And uh, why, why not? Uh, you could catch the group Big Grande on tour at the end of October and beginning of November. Go to biggrande.com if you live in Chicago. Toronto, New York, New York, Rhode Island, St. Louis, Pittsburgh, and more. <laughs> Back to the vampire, I see. <laughs> oh, 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 the count. <laughs> okay, so uh, we talked about this before, but uh, Comedy Bang Bang Book is coming out in April, and you can pre-order it now. All fans of the show are going to want one of these. It's really, I think you're going to love it. It's really uh, pretty incredible. Head over to cbbworld.com slash book for all the links, including for autographed editions. I'm signing, uh, as they say, a shitload. Uh, and uh, go to cbbworld.com slash book for more info on that. Uh, we have so much over there. The uh, full archives of this show as well, well as ad-free episodes, as well as other things like uh, Scott Hasn't Seen, uh, the movie podcast. We're in the middle of our October Shockingtober Frightening Fest uh, where we're watching scary movies. Uh, we just watched Old uh, with Pat Oswalt uh, on Friday, and uh, this week we're watching Carrie. Mm. So uh, truly a sh- uh, October shocking-tober frightening festival. Again, an inappropriate material showing to my kid. I just showed my kid Carrie. Really? Yeah. What would they think? He loved it. Yeah. He loved it. What yeah. did he love about it? He like would, he related to the bullies? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, yeah, I think it's just, it's commentary on, uh, on, you know, young, I shouldn't get into that. No. Yeah, I haven't seen uh, it yet. <laughs> uh, I know it's, uh, <laughs> episode's coming out this Friday. Yeah. Don't spoil it for me if you would. Uh, we also have the Andy Daly Podcast Project. We have CBB Presents, so much stuff. Uh, this book changed my life. Lily Sullivan Show, so much going on over there. And the entire tour archive of uh, the tour that we just did. So head over to CBB World com and uh, sign up and uh, if you sign up for a full year you get two months free all right let's close up the old plug bag there is no yes. he's not going to see oh, it okay forget it <laughs> What a quick turnaround. Yeah, that was Hentai Plug Mix by Glassic, I believe. Uh, Thank you so much for that wonderful plugs, uh, closing up the plug bag theme. And guys, I want to thank you so much, Kyle. Always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Continued success to you. Uh, uh, You too. I I love seeing you (laughs) pop up in shows I don't expect you in. And I'm like, hey, he's here for an ep. I love it. Kyle's shown up. Thank you very much for having me. My pleasure. pleasure. Uh, And uh, Matilda Gravyman. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up. Oh, it's a, a sleepy time tea with LSD in it. It's something else, I'll tell you that. Yeah, Who boy. visited you in this dream to write a biography? Uh, you. And you're real. <laughs> oh, dear. And Lloyd Garterbelt. It's been real. It's been fun. <laughs> you're either never coming back or you're here next week. <laughs> I haven't decided at this point. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact, with semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch. It's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. 
You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Go spread the word. When you get a fresh, hot McCrispie from McDonald's and you can feel the heat coming through the bag, don't try to wait till you get home. Always respect hot chicken. The McCrispie, only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.